Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Let's go through our themes together, starting with the theme for the year one to go. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And the theme for this month, one to go. There is a man in your kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Cornerstone, let there be light. Please clap your hands again. And you may be seated. Amen. Glory to Jesus. How many people feel very wise this morning? (laughs) You know you can feel wisdom. (laughs) You can feel it. When you get into a space, you can see wisdom. You can hear wisdom. You can feel wisdom. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. We continue our conversations on wisdom. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, go and get wisdom. So wisdom can be gotten. In the same way, foolishness can be gotten. But we are here to get wisdom. (laughs) And in all your getting, make sure you get understanding. Because sometimes wisdom does not come with understanding. There are times where you're just told, go and do this. You do it, it works, but you don't understand why it worked. And if we don't understand, we are unable to replicate. Glory to God. You see, many times, in many cases, we see that uh, many of the uh, 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 um, things that fly, many of the types of planes, fighter jets and commercial planes, cargo planes, and all kinds, a lot of times, the researchers, from what I've seen and what I've heard, they study birds or other flying things in order to draw understanding. How is this bird able to navigate itself in the air? Because not all birds fly the same way. Have you seen a chicken flying before? (laughs) Amen. You know, if you get into a plane that was built on how a chicken flies, when you get to your destination, (laughs) you need massage. (laughs) Hallelujah. So understanding does not always come with wisdom. It is why I beg our elders to give us, explain things to us. Don't just say, because I told you to do it. (laughs) We want to gain understanding. Why should I go to bed early? Give some explanation. So people can understand, so that same wisdom can be applied in other areas. So we're here to draw wisdom with regards to physical strength. Physical strength. Physical strength. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 1, wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. This is where we see that there are seven critical pillars of wisdom that makes wisdom to be solid 
that makes wisdom to be solid. We see that in Proverbs 8, 12 to 14. And the last pillar of wisdom is strength. Is physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength. Praise God. Strength is one of the pillars of wisdom. The Bible says in Proverbs 24 verse 5. See, when people are younger and younger, they don't think about strength. But the older you get, you begin to realize that strength is needed. Many times they force kids to go and sleep to waste the strength or run around in circles so they can burn the energy. But as you grow, you are trusting God for more energy. (laughs) A wise man is strong. And a man of knowledge actually increases in strength. There's a knowledge we gain that will help our strength to increase. And there's a knowledge people lose that would help their strength to reduce. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. Imagine seeing someone today who does not eat, yet they are not fasting. Will you be surprised if they are feeling weak all the time? No. I mean, it it almost seems very silly to expect such a person to be strong physically when they are not eating. Praise God. The wisdom of God gives us the ability to solve problems. But we need energy in order to apply wisdom. We need energy. And anybody that works in excellence knows that, that excellence takes more energy. Excellence takes more time and it takes more energy. If we wanted, if we didn't care about the nature of our services, everybody can show up at 8 58 and just trust God. Let's just believe God. And while you're believing God, different things are not working. And He says, The devil. The devil is after ourselves, pray, come on, pray, pray. And the devil said, you did not charge the battery. <laughs> That's why the mic went off. Glory to God. He was not about the devil. We need wisdom to solve the problem of low energy. Acts of wisdom towards the body results in physical strength. When you walk in wisdom towards your own body, the result is physical strength. It is not working that makes us tired. It is lack of wisdom that makes us physically tired. Let me land before you try to crucify me. (laughs) It is not hard work that makes people tired. Adam was working morning and evening like he saw God work in the morning and in the evening. And God rested on the seventh day. Seven day does not mean one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. (laughs) Amen. For some people, they are seven days after six months. Some, they are seven days after ten years. (laughs) Maybe. And some is after two weeks. They need vacation every month. Once they walk, man, I need vacation. Glory to God. Physical strength. There are three major components that enhances physical strength. Number one, light. Somebody say light. Number two, temperature. And number three, food. 
Mm-hmm. Most people know the last one. <laughs> Amen. Any Oliver Twist in the house, give me some more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One man that walked in clear physical strength was Samson. You can say all you want about his approach to women, but um, you cannot doubt the fact that he walks in strength, physical strength. The secret behind Samson's strength was the flesh and the spirit. Let's go to Judges chapter 16. Judges chapter 16, verse 5. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, and who was the her? Delilah. I once came across some people who were arguing. That was their Bible study. Is it Delilah, Delilah? Delilah? I said, whatever the name is. <laughs> Amen. Entice him and find out where his what? Great strength lies. Everything that is good has a secret. You might not know, but there is a root. And these are spiritual people. They said, no, 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 no. No man can be operating in strength like this. And you see it is luck. You know, people who don't want to exert their ability to understand are those that give in to the idea of luck. Luck is an illusion for lazy thinkers. They don't want to spend time to examine a thing, so they just call it luck. You are lucky. How can someone be lucky every day of their life? 30 years, luck. No, that's no more luck. It's lifestyle. What is the secret of this strength you have? Everybody else gets tired. After standing for one hour, after fighting for two hours, after doing this, after working for this long, but you keep going on and on and on and on. This man single-handedly killed 1,000 people. And all that happened was he was just thirsty. And he said, Lord, give me water. And when God gave him water, the Bible says he was revived. Do you know... 1,000 human beings? I mean, it's not like movies where, where you see the, the superstar is punching and, and the others are just waiting to be punched. And <laughs> <laughs> These were people who exerted energy. It was a fight. What, what was the secret of his strength? That they may overpower him, that they may bind him to afflict him, no devil will bind us in the name of Jesus. And verse 17, 16 to 17. Same chapter, 16 and 17. It says, and it came to pass when she pestered him daily with her words. With her words. With her words. With her words. And pressed him. So words can weaken us. There are words that you hear daily that can weaken a person, even physically. She pestered him. She wasn't as physically strong as he was, but she had the ability to talk. No wonder the Bible says it's better to be in the corner of a roof than to live with a nagging woman. Or even a nagging man, because some men are are, are naggers. And... So a person who nags presses people to death. You are hearing the same thing. 
Same thing. After a while, you're like, you know what? I'm going to the roof. <laughs> I'm going to the roof. <laughs> so she vexed his soul to death. Verse 17, please. So everything that is wrong that we see that we talk about. There are times where you just keep quiet and move on. Because if God talks to us about everything he sees, ah, life will be unbearable. That he told her all his heart and said to her, no razor has ever come upon my head. For I have been a Nazarite to God. From my mother's womb, if I am shaven, then my strength will leave me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. Now, when you go to, to, to Judges, uh, um, when you go back to, 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 to Numbers chapter 6, sorry, you see the laws of the Nazarites. Now, it is not every Nazarite that had this energy. It's not every Nazarite or Nazarene that had this energy. So it wasn't because his hair. It wasn't only... Be, be, okay, okay, okay. Let's go to number six. Number six, one to six. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel. You see, some people have wisdom, but they don't have understanding. Samson did not fully understand where his strength came from. He understood it. Otherwise, everybody will start growing their hair and growing locks and dreads. No. You see, we just don't have time, and, and this is why we should go and study the Word. We're, we're, we're being given Bible references so we can read them. It wasn't all the time Samson did something physically. It wasn't all the time he did something that was out of this world physically, that it was because of the Holy Ghost coming upon him. No, there were times where the Bible says he just, he just moved. And there were times where the Bible said the Holy Spirit came upon him mightily. So it wasn't only his hair. When you look at this, you see that, that according to the law of Moses, when, a, when either a man or a woman consecrates an offering to take the vow of a Nazarite to separate himself to the Lord, let's go to verse 3, please. He shall separate himself from wine and similar drink. And we're going to go to see what the angel told his mom. And they will understand. He shall neither drink vinegar made from wine nor vinegar made from similar drink. Neither shall he drink any grape juice, whether fermented or not. Nor eat fresh. All the days of his separation shall eat nothing that is produced by the grapevine from seed to skin. Verse 5. All the days of the vow of his separation, no razor shall come upon his head. So there were so many things beyond what Samson said. There were many things. There were many things that strengthened Samson that he was not even aware of. And the compilation is light, temperature, and food. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. I don't know about you, but you see, many, many a, a few years ago, when my age started climbing, I started to realize that I need to study the root of physical strength. 
If I want to be able to be consistent, there are some people that want to show up to life. Remember the testimony we just, we just read? Where she said she was having a bad week and, you know, and God bless all the people she met that week who extended mercy. Meaning that she was not merciful. Meaning that she was not, um, in the, even though her name is Lovett, she was not looking lovely. So the people had to have extended her mercy. It is difficult to maintain relationships when you're always tired. You will not be joyful. Joy requires energy. You will not be your best behavior. Have you seen a, a hungry person before? How nice can they be? Except cornerstone members. <laughs> Amen. Most hungry people are hungry. That's a mixture of hunger and anger. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Hmm. So, so let, let, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. And let's, let's look at this scripture in a, in a new way from verse 1. Do you understand that the essence of Genesis 1 was to get to the, to the crown jewel of God's creation, which is man? So now let's look at this critically. In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. Mm -hmm. Are we together? Are we together? Okay. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the earth, of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And the Bible tells us that the human body is made mostly of water. Not the Bible. Science tells us that. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And this light you see here is illumination. Not physical light, because he created physical light afterwards. Okay? Illumination. Now, verse 5. Verse 5. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So, so light has two forms. It has daylight and night light. There is what must happen under the cover of darkness. And there's what must happen under the cover of day. Of the day. Okay? Please just pay attention. Let's, let's move now. So he called evening and morning. Now, then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. So we see waters. He began to separate the water. He didn't remove water. So very important. Verse 7. God made the firmament, firmament and he divided it. So Rain can fall properly so that food can be created. We're going to get to that. Verse 9. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place. Same thing. Now verse, verse 10. He called the dry land earth. And then, and the gathering of the waters, he called the seas. Verse 11. Verse 11. Are we together? If you're here, say amen. amen. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass. The herbs that yield seeds and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is, is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And we, we, we see him now replicating that. Now verse 14. Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons. And for days and years. So this light we see 
the sunlight, the moon, and all that is not just for now. Now, let, let me not go ahead of myself. Lights in the firmament, so, so that's different. Okay, those are the stars. So, so, so those who study stars are able to tell times and seasons, signs and seasons. Are we together? Are we together? Days and years. That's how they came up with the calendar that we're able to use. 365 days, amongst other things. All right? Now, let's go to verse, verse 16 now. Let's go to verse 16. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Then God made two great lights. That's why I know those other lights were stars. Great lights. The great light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, he made also the stars. Okay? Are we, are we together? There's somewhere we're going. Hallelujah. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. Let me clarify something for those who want to have more and more details. You see, when it says, and stars also, there are many things we generalize as stars. It's just like, you know, those who don't have understanding of, of heavenly beings. Everything heavenly they call an angel. But, but it's, it's not every heavenly being that is an angel. We see in the book of Revelation, it says, for living creatures. For example, are we together? All right. Now, let's go to verse 18. I'm rushing because of what we need to focus on. And to rule over day and night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God now said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures. Those that fly and all that. And then we see on and on. And God blessed them and said, multiply. Verse 24. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. So creatures in the sea and then creatures on the earth. Verse 25. God made the beasts of the earth. Now 26, he now made man. According to the principle of creation, according to wisdom, you see that all the things that came before man were the things needed to sustain man. Every single thing that came before man, <laughs> every single thing, whether we understand it yet or not, is there to sustain man. And the spirit is the one that sustains all the things needed to sustain man. In him, we consist and have our being. So, when we go back to our friend Samson, we look at, let's put the spirit aside because that's a, that's a, a, a constant for all children of God. But, but you, you agree with me that not every spirit-filled believer, not everyone blasting in tongues is physically strong. So we can say that it's not just because of the spirit coming upon Samson that gave him physical strength. I've seen many anointed people doing miracles. Yet they, they didn't have physical strength. So, so, so it, it wasn't only because of that. Now, now, Let's go to John chapter 11. You know, when I'm introducing something that's fairly new, I want to take my time, show scriptures. That's being responsible. So, so we can uh, uh, um, uh, 
demoralize and, and diminish the effect of rationalization. Because when you're hearing something, perhaps you're, you're hearing for the first time, all kinds of questions are coming, all kinds of thoughts are coming that can diminish the power of what we're hearing. So we need the word of God to help to, to, to diffuse those things. And I'm speaking to people who desire to want to have physical strength every single day. No matter how hard you have worked. You, oh, Jesus. There's, there's, there's a lie that has been sold to many people, not to me. That they need a vacation in Mexico. Please go to Mexico. It's fine. Help the economy, okay? <laughs> but, but they need to go somewhere in order to come back with strength. When will people realize that's a lie? Just say you want to change your, 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 your scenery. That's okay. To get fresh ideas. But you fly somewhere. Even the flight alone weakens you. So if anybody's planning vacation for me, I say anything more than one stop, I'm not interested. I do two stops and three stops. And then when you're coming back, strengthen. You, you, you stop over and stop over. You spend three hours, five hours at the airport. What energy do you have when, you've come, <laughs> when you come back? Those are my own opinions. And I have a right to my opinion. <laughs> John 11. John 11. John 11. John 11. We're going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. John 11, verse 43. Now, when he had said these things, that's Jesus, he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus, come forth. There's something I want us to see here. And he who had died came out, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. Now, maybe you say, okay, he was bound and somehow he got loose. No, 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 no. Hand and foot. Jesus said to them, lose him and let him go, which meant something brought him out. How was he walking when he was bound hand and foot? Now, some people might think it's just the, the spirit behind the word that Jesus spoke. Not necessarily. So that was a part of it. You know, you know, you know, he said, roll away the stone. So there was a stone there in the cave. Are we together? Okay, this is our Bible, so we can read. <laughs> And when the, cave, when the stone was there, how, what, what was the cave like? It was dark. Jesus said, roll away the stone. He could have called Lazarus, woke him up first, rolled away the stone, and then he'll come out. You see, when you are looking at this, what wise people do, every aspect is important. It will be very unfortunate to look at what a wise person like God has done and just gloss over a detail. Oh, he gave thanks. No, no, that giving thank of thanks, very important. It's not the giving of thanks we, we, we give before we eat. No, no, no. It was very, very critical, very crucial. It had to do with light. Then the words he spoke gave him life. But the light made the life to work. Why did I come here? I want to tell you something and tell me something again and again and again. When the Holy Ghost came upon Samson, it met a 
a, a dead body. It met, met a consecrated body. In order for that energy to be released. Please listen to me. Don't jump into conclusions yet. We're on a journey. Okay? The Holy Ghost came upon Samson and he got energized. The vow of a Nazarene was a vow to consecration. So the Spirit of God came upon a consecrated body. The moment he lost the sign of consecration, which was one of it was his hair, the Holy Ghost could not give him that strength he used to get before. So now when we speak about consecration, time is running. <laughs> when we speak about consecration, I'm speaking about light, temperature, and food. You would never meet anybody, whether in the world, out of the world, that is physically strong and eats anything they see. There is a sense of consecration. It's not about this is bad. We've moved past talking about, you know, don't, don't drink alcohol. I think any reasonable person knows that. Reasonable Christian knows that. We're going beyond that. There must be things that you don't eat because of consecration. Now, there are different levels. You can say, okay, junk food, I, I, I think that is also intuitive. It makes sense that even from the name, it's junk food. And you're not a junkyard. So you don't put junk in your body. Now, if we put alcohol aside, we put junk food aside, including junk drink. Even among so-called healthy foods, there's still consecration needed. Now, let's go to Samson's mother. Did you realize that God never told Samson or told his parents to tell him not to drink alcohol? Because he knew he was too irresponsible to follow that advice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah, Lord, give me time. Let time be expanded now. In Jesus' name. Judges 13, verse 4 to 5. Judges 13, 4 to 5. I respect Samson. I'm just expanding on what we know from Scripture. Now, therefore, please be careful. You be careful not to drink wine or similar drink. This was before they knew about fetal alcohol syndrome. That a mother can have alcohol in her system while pregnant and pass that on to the child. And the child can begin to suffer from alcohol addiction right from birth. And there are some of our community members here who, who have, has that as a problem. So from a young age, they're addicted to things. Alcohol, to drinks, and you're wondering, can't you stop, can't you stop? No, 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 the, the, it, it, it is now physiological. It says, be careful not to drink wine or similar drink and not to eat anything unclean, unclean, junk. This was the mother. 
For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and then no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. So you are beginning your own journey from the womb. Now, for many of us, we did not start from the womb in this journey. So it means that where we are coming from, we require certain types of steps. Oh, Jesus. And then 13 to 14, when this man, this angel came back again, he repeated the same instruction. So the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, the husband, Samson's father, of all that I have said to the woman, let her be careful. She may not eat anything that comes from the vine. Anything that comes from the vine. Nor may she drink wine or similar drink or eat anything unclean. My question to you is, what are the things you don't eat because of consecration? You see, this idea, you see, in the Old Testament, God consecrated them by force. In the New Testament, we are consecrating our bodies by choice. In the Old Testament, don't eat pork was by force. In the New Testament, it is by wisdom. <laughs> Some people are not smiling. Why did I come to church today? <laughs> they like my bacon. <laughs> We're just teaching. You can eat bacon on your way to heaven. Oh, no, no, seriously. In the Old Testament, it would affect a person's ability to make it to heaven. In the New Testament, you make it to heaven, maybe sooner than later. For some people. <laughs> God forbid, amen. <laughs> We're here to learn. You see, any faith that puts all the responsibility on God is irresponsible. That's what the elders say. We do anything, we eat anything, and expect God's best. No, we cannot live in sin. And sin is omission commission. And expect that grace would abound. And energy is a sign of grace. Physic you see, some people don't need this message today. You don't, you don't need it yet. But some, they've needed it since for, for many years. <laughs> they've needed it. Every body part needs light. There is a light that the head needs. In order to be a functioning head, I don't mean the head, the head, to think properly. Have you eaten some foods and it's like, you, do, you don't even remember your name? <laughs> the food so, <laughs> I have, <laughs> and I've told this before, I'll not mention the names of those places. You eat and you just feel like, oh, I just feel like sleeping for days. Just find a cave somewhere and just sleep. <laughs> and there are some foods you eat and you come alive. Oh, Jesus, help us. Jesus, help us. Every body part needs light. Every body part needs light. The eyes need light. There is the understanding of what the eye needs in order to be a proper eye. You know, there was a study that was done. I don't remember the country now, but I think it's some town in Italy somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Researchers saw that the people there live so long 
So long, like abnormally long. Like when you go to a town, a town, not, not, not a city, you go to a town and you see lots of old people. Is this an old people's town? Or, or is it that they, they migrate here? Or this is where they grew old? And they began to study the conditions with which they lived and they realized it was not by luck. Some people don't even know what is sustaining them. <laughs> there are some people who desire to live to 110, 120, and to be very strong, eating goat meat. I, use, I say goat meat intentionally, because the way goat is when it's alive is similar to how it is when it's dead. <laughs> In some cases, so you have to boil it properly. <laughs> Sometimes it can be hard. <laughs> Glory to God. So light, temperature, and food. So light means the insight, the understanding. The insight and understanding that we have. The insight and understanding. Was it Banff we went to or Kananaskas? And uh, on the, on the, on the, uh, went on an excursion, they were saying how there are certain things that bears don't eat. So even animals know that there are some things that is not good for them. We are greater than animals. If you give a bear something like that, maybe a, a, a little child, if the mother sees it and hits it out of the hand, do you want to die? I understand that dogs don't eat chocolate. Whether that's true or false, I don't fully know. I, I don't want to try it. There are things. So there's light and understanding. What is good for my eyes? What is good for my feet? Well, it's not just exercise. We'll get to temperature shortly. Light. And the light also is the environment, the, how, how lit up your environment is when you go to sleep. Darkness is good for the rejuvenation of the body. Many people close their eyes, but they don't actually sleep. So they wake up tired, and your body's telling you, I never rested. There are conditions. There are conditions. It's why as much as possible, if you can avoid graveyard shifts, uh, if God should help you, that would be awesome. But if not, that's okay. There are conditions you just have to mirror. When you eventually go to sleep so that you wake up strengthened. Remember, we're speaking about the pillar of strength in the school of wisdom. It's not everything that is the devil. Devil, I bind you, I bind you. And the devil is in, is in, is in another country. And he said, now you're offending me because I, I wasn't there. But now you are the one calling on me. Light. I'm running because of time. And number two, temperature. And this, this, this is twofold. Internal temperature, which they call basal temperature, and then external temperature. And part of what exercise does is to enhance the temperature of the body. I can't go into every nuance, so I'm just streamlining this, this, this conversation. But temperature... The temperature your space is when you go to sleep is important. The temperature your... Do you understand that if you take a bath with very, very hot water? Because some people... I, I, <laughs> so, 
later I realized after I had left, in Nigeria then, a very hot environment, yet I hardly took a bath with, with warm water, with cold water. It was always with hot water. And now thinking back, I'm like, but why? Why? Yet you see some athletes, you don't need to go to that extreme because you're not uh, Lionel Messi or any of those people, at least not yet. Um, uh, but if you're exerting yourself in that way, that's fine. They dip their whole body in ice. That's temperature. And some just thinking of it alone, they're already afraid. Ah, no. <laughs> in ice, the entire body. Just so that the body can be rejuvenated and cells can regrow again in a very strong way. So there are times you need to take a bath with cold water. You don't need ice. You might not need that, but just, just cold water. Just, just It will wake you up. Oh, I'm just struggling with sleep. I'm feeling sleepy. Try to take a cold bath. And you look for sleep, you can't find it. <laughs> you see, this thing is a matter of understanding and diligence. <laughs> temperature, internal temperature, external temperature. So, so sometimes I have the privilege of being given a ride by some wonderful people. And I step into the vehicle and I'm wondering, is this Africa? <laughs> Because <laughs> this is giving like, like Lagos, Nigeria in, in the midst of summer. <laughs> 40 degrees. Everything is blasting on the highest, I say, please. <laughs> For my sake, if you love me, just reduce where I am. <laughs> reduce it properly. Do you know that if you step out of a cold place and step into a very hot place, you have messed up your body. You put your body in shock. So you ease. I tell people that are around me. I'll not mention names. <laughs> ease. <laughs> the moment she gets into the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just crank up the heat. I say, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's go gradually. So I thank God for vehicles that have dual climate. So you, <laughs> you have your Nigerian climate. <laughs> and my Edmonton climate. <laughs> Glory to God. So one is on high and one is on 20. Praise God. Temperature. Adjusting. So, so you, 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 you go to your home and look at, especially the space, there's a temperature the body needs to be in in order to have a very good sleep. Sleep is part of what God, let me not say sleep, rest. <laughs> it's part of what God has created to help us to rejuvenate and to recharge. And I can assure you, if you and I can get three hours of good quality sleep, according to science, we know that REM sleep, REM, REM, the real sleep, is, is, is not the whole night for most people. Maybe an hour, two hours, whatever it is. So, so if a person can get three hours, it's not about eight hours. Eight hours is just because they understand that within the eight, not everybody can get good sleep. So just get as much as possible and find the good ones and then 
<laughs> so if you can prime your environment to get good rest for three hours, and the conditions are right, man, you wake up with, with home playing on, on the side. You, you wake up and you're feeling, oh my goodness, what just happened to me? And then food. So light, light temperature, internal temperature, extra. So when you feel a person's temperature, I don't know why it's the neck we usually feel, but when you feel a person's temperature and it's very, very high, you understand that there's something wrong in their body. You know there's a fever. And then finally you look at food. <clears throat> and food in itself, you know, I'm not selling any supplements. I'm not selling you any food. So I can tell you the truth. I heard that for many years that the food industry lobbied against sugar being classified as one of the reasons for obesity. Lobbied and lobbied and lobbied, so they, 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 they made sure it was salt. Sugar. But now the information has come out that no, 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 no. Sugar, sugar. You, you look at even tomato paste or tomato, tomato. You look at the place, there's sugar in it. Yeah. I'm wondering, but sir, why do we need sugar in this thing? So I, I, I want to advise us, I want to plead with us by the message of God. I'm speaking to you as a fellow human being. If we want physical strength, try to drink a lot of water. Let me re- rephrase that. Replace water. Replace other drinks with water. Replace as much as possible. For some, they can quit cold turkey. But at least have more water and less of other things. There was a season in our life where we should drink lots of cranberry juice, 100% cranberry, until we realized this thing is... <laughs> we were so happy. Yeah, cranberry, yeah, you know, it's healthy, you know. <laughs> we left carbonated and all that, until we realized. So... <laughs> You have to be informed. Because some people are making money off our weakness. And you get to a point in your life where you realize, no, no, I need energy. Stay away from sugar, refined sugar. Now, again, something wrong in having, you know, cakes from those who are from this ministry every now and then. They pay their tithes, amen. (laughs) But there's a difference between eating chocolate in the morning for breakfast, milk chocolate in the morning, dark chocolate you believe is good for the heart. So you you take three of it. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's avoid refined sugar. Sloppies, that one, it will make you sloppy. Put those things aside. Anything... Do you understand? I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw that I read an article that spoke about the fact that sugar is actually more addictive than cocaine. They tested that in mice. Some people saying, yes, sir, they are still eating sugar. They <laughs> 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 eating chocolate, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> my doctor says, my, my doctor is like, I want sugar. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Way more addictive. So many times we, we need to wean ourselves off those things. And Rome was not built in a day. We, 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 in many cases, we need to do these things for some time. A month, two months, three months, then you begin to see massive results. Massive results. Massive results. Massive results. Massive results. Massive results. It is possible to have energy on a regular basis. We are supposed to sleep and wake up refreshed, not yawning. I, 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 I just... I, 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 I don't want to break every single table, but there are some foods we brought from whatever country we came from that we need to tell them, goodbye food. I stay no longer with you. There are things we believe is the best for celebrations. Whether it's salsa, whether it's fufu, whether it's pounded, this, pounded, that, whether it's, I mean, all kinds, almost every culture. But there are healthy alternatives for those things. Again, it's a sacrifice. You look at every miracle Jesus did. He did it with healthy foods, whole foods. There's there's no miracle on burger. (laughs) Every miracle he did was with healthy food. (laughs) Say, but 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 the ravens brought bread and meat. I know you're smart. To Elijah. <laughs> How many times did they bring it to him? And it was by the river. <laughs> it wasn't by an ice cream shop. <laughs> Go and wait there until the famine is over. No, he sent him to the river. <laughs> Glory to God. This is just an introduction. <laughs> Some will wish there's never a conclusion. <laughs> But I can assure you, one day you realize, no, no, I need energy. And it's not to take these supplements, that supplement, this supplement. Do you, do you, I, I watched something because you have to take your health seriously. And they said in the U.S., and most things we do in Canada, we just copy the U.S. The, the, the multivitamins industry is not regulated. It's not regulated. Which means anybody can come up with a mixture And call it Centrum, call it this, call it that. Anybody. You can go and research it yourself. Information is freely available. Just don't do it now as I'm preaching. Do it afterwards. Oh, yes. Because some people think, I used to think that way too. I can eat anything and just take multivitamin. vitamin. I look at it. Ah, it has everything. So I just take it and I already begin to feel good. That's, 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 that's the mind. But, but health has to be holistic. And very, very finally... If you desire to lose weight or gain weight, weight is a function of light, temperature, and food. By food, I mean physical, I mean hard and soft like water (laughs) and everything in between. If you, oh Jesus, we'll continue that on, on Thursday.
because of time. Hallelujah. L- let, me, let me spiritualize this a little bit. A little bit. Because we have to be balanced. There are some weights or lack of it that is facilitated by the spiritual realm. Now, some ignorant people have seen some ministers of the gospel help a person lose weight by the power of God. And they've mocked them. You are the one that is to be mocked. Because you don't have understanding. If they went to everybody in the gym and did that miracle to them, then I'll say, okay, they should be mocked. But there are some people whose weight... You see, when you have done everything you're supposed to do, and something that should have gone is still there. It's not magic. No. Imagine if I, if I took out this, this mic, it's no longer on the stand, and I just left it in the air, and it's suspended in the air. <laughs> we have enough knowledge to know that, mm, mm, mm. It's either, no, no, even if it's paper, paper mic, no, 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 mm, mm, mm. there's something. Have you seen those street performers that are sitting away and you don't see anything that they are sitting on? But it is there, it's just transparent. Or there's a way it was, it was built that they can sit on it and, you, and it's hidden within, within their outfit. But we know enough to know that either you are sitting on something tangible or a spirit is keeping you up. So we do all the physical aspects, and then the next is we tackle the spiritual aspect. Something was weakened by words. It means words can also strengthen. And weight can be lost by words also. The way Samson's energy was drained by words. So we approach our health from a holistic perspective. And the strength of God would always be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that from today, your vacation will mainly be if you want it to be. You go to sleep at night, you wake up, and it's the equivalent of somebody else having gone to another country for vacation. You see, not too many amens. People like expensive... uh, You go to sleep, you wake up refreshed, energized, ready to take on the day. Listen to this. Even without coffee and energy drinks in the mighty name of Jesus. Please rise up on your feet. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, 
for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org slash save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.